This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We're back into it with our panel, Peter Sherman, David Wills, and Stephen Holliday. Earlier this afternoon, hour one, we had the uh, Minister of Colleges and Universities on the program, Marilee Fullerton, who was explaining the new reforms, I guess we'd call them, from the Ford government when it comes to student tuition. Uh, That would be reduced by 10%. They're also going to uh, tweak OSAP because it was unsustainable, according to the Auditor General. And and ancillary fees paid to student unions, uh, there would be an opt-out. As far as she's concerned, uh, she says she has the full confidence in Ontario's post-secondary institutions and believes that they can find ways to adapt going forward. Listen. We're calling on our institutions uh, in a challenge. Let's innovate. Let's create a 10% reduction for students across the board, across Ontario, in an unprecedented historic uh, reform. All right, the point there being, and uh, she said the 10% reduction in tuition, by the way, does not translate into 10% less going to the colleges and universities. That is only a reduction of about 2 to 4%, but everybody has to do their part, and uh, it's then on them, the colleges and universities, to find efficiencies and make up whatever the shortfall may be, or uh, it may just mean dispensing with certain questionable courses and instructors. David Wills, uh, do you see this as a good development? Who's going to pick what the dispensable courses and instructors are? The schools will have to. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, yeah. (laughs) Is he going to pick them or is he dispensable? He's indispensable. 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 He's yesterday's news and we all know it. He's out of town. That's why on a a whirlwind tour for two years. You know, I I think, you know, know, they're talking about 2 to 4%. It's $450 million that's out of that. budget. Mm-hmm. The you know I think what there's things I like in today's announcement a lot and there's things that I don't like and what I don't like are the unknowns. And the 450 million dollars that you know the, they admit they don't have any idea, right? They let's let's innovate. It's like great. You know what what something has to go and it is going to change the experience for a university and for a college. For so the worst Sure, there's going to be less, right? So there's, there, uh, you know, we. I think we all like to think, oh yeah, they can get rid of stuff we don't need, but somebody needs it and somebody's there and somebody uh, wants it. Don't necessarily need it, and right? As I say, to innovate and adapt to the changing economy, for example. Well, I think the universities and colleges have been doing that for a long time and right. constantly doing that. So, like, there is going to be pain in there, and it's going to affect the experience for students. I think you can't deny that that's going to be there. I do like what they've done uh, with OSAP being more income tested. Right. Uh, I think the free university for all is such a uh, an aspirational thing, and I think if you wanted to go towards that, you'd have to build towards it over time. I think it was uh, kind of rushed in, but I think this is rushed in a little bit too because it's 10% off for everybody, so it's not really redirecting those assets to those who need it most to be most efficient there. So both sides, you know, what the Liberals did and what the government's doing today, both is pandering to a bigger audience than they need to. On the last point about the the opt-out of the student fees, I think it's really important to remember that student governments run on those things to be elected, so they get elected to add those things in. So those fees include... Uh, universal transit passes, uh, some other programs that have, that uh, that are improve student life safety on campus, all of those different things. So it isn't a matter of, gee, I don't want to pay for the squash club because I don't pay for, uh, play squash. Mm. That's not what it's for. But it would go to funding of the athletic center, even if you're not an athlete, right. because it's it's there. So 
That one, those things were democratically voted for by students, and I don't think it's up to the government to say, oh, you can now opt out because it will harm those programs and the government's not saying they're going to step in. But that's democracy, too. It's like uh, right-to-work states and union dues that uh, are being mandated, and uh, some people just choose not to pay for them because they don't like the things that the unions are subscribing to. The majority voted to to join a union and comes with the dues? That's Not true. Not true. Sorry. And and I I do mean to interrupt. Uh, I fought a battle a couple of years ago when I was was in office, I had a lot to do with York University because many of my constituents up in Thornhill attended York University. York University, I can't speak to it today, but at the time had a, a student's association, which is what we're talking about, where we fought for opt-outs because they took a position that was um, uh, pro-BDS, boycott, divest, sanction, which is the uh, anti-Israel situation. And as you can imagine, knowing the makeup of Thornhill, that was not really welcomed, and there was no ability to say, I don't want to pay for that and you're taking that position uh so i think the opt-out is a good idea because aside from building uh sports facilities and whatnot there are political positions taken by these students associations that are not necessarily inclusive of people who of uh, of every group and i think that they should be if indeed they're going to be representative of an entire university all right on the 10 percent reduction uh, to steven uh, uh, to david will's point steven uh it, should that be means tested as well? I mean, if you're uh, a person who can afford to pay the full freight, uh, then you should, instead of everybody across the board being given a 10% discount on tuition. Yeah, and it, you know the funny thing is, is I'm a parent here who's presently squirreling away money to be able to pay for kids to go through university, and I'm thinking, oh, that's fantastic. But at the same token, when I heard this announcement, it didn't strike me as a typical conservative policy. Uh, it's more of the what I've always thought of of the typical liberal policy, a little gift for everybody, right? A little something in your stocking, nothing big, just a little something. So that 10% across the board discount um, is nice, but I'm not sure it really makes a, a big difference in my household. Well, what do you think would be a, a more conservative policy then? Um, well, you know, uh, the whole idea of passing on the 10%, you know, finding the 10% savings to the university as, uh, as a... Um, as a, a point to them to say, tighten your belts, and uh, you're a broader public sector organization, and you need to come in check and fall in line. I get that side of it. Um, uh, I And I'm also happy, you know, OSAP is being looked at to make sure that it's sustainable. And uh, I'm also, frankly, happy about this uh, this notion of the fees, because I think back to my days when I went to university, and I remember resenting paying those fees because I saw the student organization being very politically active and I think that was back in the Harris days, and they were organizing protests and all sorts of things that I had no interest in. And I thought, heck, my money is going right towards this. And uh, so, you know, on the whole, with the announcement, uh, am I happy? I certainly am. All right. And disqualifying certain students from OSAP, I guess, David, how would they buy their weed? You know, remember the day when we used to call it the Ontario Stereo Assistance Program? Well, I d- I'm not going to take the bait on where. How are we going to buy our weed, John? The, you, you're going to buy it the same way you've always done it. The uh, I do think that OSAP over time has had a long and colorful history. Uh, you know, I think the other part that's in the auditor's report that wasn't mentioned today is that all of these changes that the last government made, and I think that this one is being made, is that what she's asking for is to put in mechanisms to make sure is it achieving the objective that we want? Does it allow kids who couldn't have gone to university or college is it giving is it actually doing what it's supposed to which is give them that chance and they want to be able to measure that and they're not doing it because they're spreading it out 
over as many people as they can. Well, no, she says that there's still going to be uh, all the assistance necessary for people under a certain threshold. The, the folks, the low-income no, folks... What I'm talking about is the Auditor General saying put a mechanism in place to see if that works. Right. That well, wasn't talked about today, so... But she did say, the Auditor General, that the $2 billion with OSIP was un, uh, OSAP was unsustainable. Yeah, it was un, that it was unsustainable and also that there was no way of knowing whether it was doing what it was intended to do. Well, because everybody more or less qualified... Yeah, and did, but by doing that, did it uh, allow others to go who couldn't have gone? And that's what uh, that was still part of the intent, right? Right. Well, and uh, that made up more than uh, likely. It's been stated uh, the tuition costs to begin with, and so for all intents and purposes, they were getting free tuition. Let's come back in a moment. I've got other things I wanted to address with our panel here, including uh, this Karen Wang out in uh, Burnaby South, who uh, was told to walk the plank. She wanted to uh, get some redress from the party. The party said no earlier today. Uh, she considers that to be somewhat hypocritical, but there's a larger subtext to this program, uh, to this uh, whole issue, and I wanted to address that on the program next. Here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.